already. The topic is up there. God always has a plan. God always has a plan. We have gone in through situations in your life where you say this is the end and God says son daughter this is not the end because when your recourses come to, to an end when you did everything you could humanly do God says now it's my turn now it's my turn and that's what we're going to be seeing this morning a situation which Moses had to live Exodus 14 10 to 16 if you have it there we're going to be reading and when Pharaoh drew near the children of Israel lifted their eyes and behold the Egyptians marched after them so they were very afraid and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord there was a confrontation between Israel and the Egyptians they're on their way to the promised land. Verse, so they were very afraid. The children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Was there no graves or place in Egypt where we could be buried? And you bring us out here so we would die in the wilderness? Why have you done so with us to bring us out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt saying, before we left, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. For it would be, have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall not see again forever, forevermore. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight for us. The Lord will fight for us. The Lord will fight for us. For you in this place, he will fight for you. The Lord will fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. You're going to be at peace. Some people lose their peace over circumstances. They lose their peace over the problems, over the decisions. But it says, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. You'll be peaceful. And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. But you lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it and the children of Israel shall go on dry land, ground, dry ground through the midst of the sea. Father, we thank you. We thank you this morning for this opportunity that you give us of worshiping and praising and relying upon you. <clears throat> now, let me be the vessel that you want me to be to transmit this message in the name of Jesus. This morning we bless the life of the family Hug Walworth. Thank you for 45 years. We know it was not been easy, but thank you, Lord, for what you have allowed them to live. And today they can be an example to our generation. 45 years, I know that you've had control, even always having a plan in their life. In the name of Jesus, if you've come sad or with problems, or you have to take up decisions that God would be able to speak to your heart this morning, in the name of Jesus, amen. You can be seated. Tell your neighbor, God always has a plan for us. While I was preparing this teaching, you know, God has to first speak to our heart so that we could transmit the message that he has to, to you as a church. But while I was studying, I could remember 
situations where we've come in those moments where we think it's the end. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to solve, to go to the left or to the right. Because as humans, we experience those moments. And I was remembering one of those experiences that came in our life when we responded to our calling. I remember our pastor Israel Gomez, when he prayed for us that we had said yes to ministry, I was remembering that immediately the pastor prayed and we went out of the church in the congregation and I started to think because after leaving from our last service in the church I started to think the enemy started to seduce my mind because now I didn't have a pastor now I didn't have a congregation I didn't have a church those that with whom I had lived I have left it done the last prayer and sent us out and I'm on my own I'm on my way with my family to see what God is going to do and it begins to hit me and when you're experiencing these things those decisions those problems first thing you think about is let's go eat in the middle of all that I don't know what we're going to do I don't have a way of starting but you know that when you give a step of faith when you believe God and you've decided on something that you are going to obey God God always is going to come and help you because he always has a plan. God, immediately we go to eat. And in that place where we were eating, God started to open doors. I didn't have a plan. I'll be honest with you. I had no plan. I just said, I accept whatever you're going to do. We're going to obey your calling that you gave us many years before. We're going to be obedient. But I find myself, I didn't have even a place where to start. It was only my family, my, cho- my children were, were small. We had no musicians, nothing. But when you believe that you're gonna do something, that you've come to the end of yourself, that's when God starts to show himself as present. And in that place, God started to open doors. While we were going to eat, there God started to give us the place without without having to pay rent. God started to open doors to have church, even to put chairs in there. And we had nothing. My thoughts was we'll start in the backyard of the house of my mother-in-law but but God said you don't even need to do that because I have a place I have a place for you because when you're obedient you always will have a place you always will have a house I said how are we going to do it how are we going to start the enemy started to bring doubt but when you're obedient God is going to make himself present because he always has a plan in the middle of the circumstance. When God calls you to something, he always will back you up. God will not leave you halfway. Our problem is that we're very emotional. Moses in this story in Exodus had to experience he'd already experienced some things with the people of Israel when he confronts Pharaoh but now 
he has to take over on a new, new, new trip with a destiny, a price where God has said, I'm going to take you to a promised land that flows milk and honey. So it was not easy to go out of Egypt. He, he had to confront Pharaoh and God did marvels and miracles. But the Israelites had had started to explain that they could just stay in Egypt. It was not easy to go out. There was death because all the firstborn died in Egypt. It was the way that God used that Pharaoh would say, you guys go, leave to the people of God, to the Israelites. So it was in these moments that Moses was living where he was knowing and understanding God better. So in the middle of those circumstances, we start to say, why am I going through this? Why am I having to go through these things? Is somebody here still? But there are certain moments in our life when we do everything humanly possible and we come to that place where we find ourselves unable to go to the left or to the right. We can't go back because the enemy is coming after us. But when you and I find ourselves in that place, we have no other option but to believe God. Moses knew of God and his declaration, but there was a problem. The problem is that now he was leading a people that didn't have that same conviction that he had. He was guiding a people, but they had a mentality of slavery. He was leading a people that were accustomed to making brick. We can read that. You should have left us in Egypt. Why have you brought us here? That we die out here in the wilderness. You're, you're never going to be in a better place than being in the hands of God. The people did not have the same conviction that Moses. Sometimes it's di difficult to lead when we're not in the same spirit. We're not going to be able to go forth or work as a team. I'm going to no have no voice. I can't just bring preachers and conferences, but if you and I are not on the same page. We're not going to be able to go forward. So the people didn't have the same conviction, the spirit that he had. So it was normal for them to start getting panic and fear because that's what happened. That's what we read in verse 10. And it takes me to the first point this morning. When we are in despair. Look what verse says, 10. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. And they said to Moses, look at how tremendous I I can barely understand this. How they started to cry out to the Lord, but then they cry out to Moses. Are you trusting or not trusting? Because there are people who have double heart. 
They have a double heart. There are the people that have double encouragement. First, they say, as a pastor, I don't know where you're at sometimes. I want to know where you're at. I want to know where your heart is. And they said to Moses, were there not graves in Egypt that you have taken us out to die in the wilderness so that we would die out here? Why have you dealt with us this way to bring us out of Egypt? You know what, brethren? When you take away your eyes from the prize, when you take your eyes away from the relationship that you have with God, when, when you take your eyes away from the right vision or what God has called you to do, you start to question God. And it's easy to criticize the vision. Maybe fear takes over in your life. And you give yourself up when you take your eyes away from God. The problem is that we don't have a clear vision or understanding of what God has called us to do. Verse 12 says, Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt? Saying, sit down and talk to you and said let us serve the Egyptians it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than w- that we would die out here in the des- in the wilderness when you don't have a clear vision the spirit of a warrior when you're not a revolutionary when you don't want to sacrifice anything the easy thing is to just stay in the same place and Cover your eyes and not be able to see what God wants you to see. Just sit down and be comfortable. Because the people of Israel, they were enslaved. They didn't treat them well. At a certain point, they started to kill even the men. But look at what he's saying. They would have left us over there. If we were going to die, let us die over there. The Israelites had accustomed themselves to slavery. They felt comfortable doing what they were doing, making brick for the Egyptians. But I would not be happy there just making brick for the devil knowing that I was building an empire for many things, but not for us. They were hitting them, mistreating them. But you know what? There are people that get accustomed to that slavery. And they get to where they feel comfortable there. And they can never take a trip or go to something new. You and I should do things, cross lines. I'm speaking to somebody. We should accomplish something. Sometimes you want to do something, but you have doubt. I tell you, give a step, take a step forward. You never will be able to know if you can do it or not. You know why we have fear of doing something? Because we have to sacrifice. And we don't want to get up early. All of those that have success in life get up early. 
you know who should get up early is before the enemy gets up it's Christians because the Bible says pray and that you would not fall into temptation so sometimes in our waiting waiting our life with Christ we don't have success and we are overcome easily because there's not a spirit of success a spirit of victory we're not accustomed to certain things and sometimes we don't want to change our routine the generation of today is always tired about everything even of taking naps they're tired take a nap she would get me up and mark mark her her foot on my back if I was not sick I had to be doing something but the generation today let me take a 20 minute power nap when I get working from construction I still have to do things at the house it's not to be. I work hard. That's why I have a home. Some say the tithes and offerings. You don't know. You've never walked in my shoes when I work. I still do this work. And I still go home to do things. And not because. I would be great certain day days ago somebody invited me and I said no I can't start, start nothing for your business I said no I do this only because God opens doors so that we might be able to eat and pay our bills God it's God he's always had a plan for us but sometimes what we don't want to do is sacrifice but Moses knew this he knew God and you know the one that knows he really knows so after desperation Verse 13, Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will do and accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. Verse 14, The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. See what's happening here. Moses knew God. Moses had already had an experience in, a de in the desert problem many times in our hearts as children of God is that the experiences don't help us we have emotional experiences but not spiritual experiences because when you are marked by an experience spiritual experience you don't change anything you won't trade it for anything sick or tired you desire to be in the house of father you desire to be in the place of God you desire to be in the place where, where supernatural things happen where things happen and things change you desire to be there Moses knew this he already knew God because Moses had met God in the desert when he decided to attend to his calling. But here, when he comes and confronts Pharaoh, and when he's in front of the sea and they're leaving Egypt, 
had all the Egyptians behind them. And they were complaining. But Moses inside of him was saying, I don't know how you're going to do it, Lord. But I know that you're going to do it. You're going to, you're going to do it. Because if not, they're going to kill me. If they kill me, you're not going to have a leader to take this people to where you want to take them. Moses didn't know that it was going to be 40 years. But inside of him, he probably said, I've come to the end. But I know that you're going to do it, Lord. Because his faith, that's what faith is. Knowing that God is going to take hold even when you don't have the resources. That when you don't know what you're getting into. <clears throat> You know what happens here while Moses is being confronted by the very Israelites that he's bringing out to a better place God from the beginning had a plan for them all that he was doing he wanted them to know him as the liberator and something that calls my attention is that Moses was confronting the Israelites when all of a sudden the Lord interrupts him. Verse 15. And the Lord interrupts the therapy that Moses has given the Israelites. And he, and he speaks. Everything, everything is going to be good. He's trying to calm down, give them therapy, but all of a sudden... God interrupts his work. And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry out to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. And our third point this morning, he taking, making decisions. You need to understand there are certain moments in life, we're going to have to make decisions. And those decisions that you're going to take, you're not going to need to pray. Inter interpret. Because there are certain moments where God is going to say, move. Instead of asking them. Because there are moments that God want you, wants you to action. To move forward. He's already planned everything out for you. But you need to take a step forward. So there Moses is, crying out. Look at what God says. But inside of him there's a prayer. Somebody that reads the scriptures, he told Joseph also, when he had taken what was not his, certain one took and hid it and God wanted them to find the guilty one that took things he, God knew who it was but Joshua was there they had lost a battle in Jericho Joshua was there and God says get up and go seek who it was Lord I want you to go into action because I want to give you the victory but you don't let me so he got him up from where he was Joshua so Moses is the same place he's asking he's saying but God says go into action Take action. Step forward. At a certain moment in our life, that you don't need to pray. You need to activate. You need to move. Because if Moses doesn't move, what, what's going to happen? All of them would have died. Because they had no armament. And the Egyptians were coming behind them in their 
their war behind them with Pharaoh. So it's important, church, stop losing time in indecision. When God wants you to move forward, oh, if God confirms it to me, I'm going to do it. Well, keep on waiting. What you need to do is that step of faith. You know what happens when you don't move? That same situation you're in could kill you. It could kill you spiritually and even physically. Because there are situations many times you get sick. tell you that as a pastor when you don't take decisions in action there are situations in life that are going to sicken you those that have a business don't feel stressed when you're living you feel like you're getting sick sometimes I have a job, even my heart begins to, to, to hit hard because you know you have a date you need got to work towards and you have a contract to work with. Some, some here know what I'm talking about. So Moses had to take a decision and God says to him, why do you cry out to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward and you lift up your rod and stretch it out over the sea and divide it and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea verse 17 and indeed I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them so I will gain honor over the Pharaoh and over his army and chariots and his horsemen see God is working What do you have, Moses? The first thing was to give the first step. The problem that many that we have as humans, it costs us something to go forward and give that step of faith. We're not accustomed. We're accustomed to the situation we're in. We start to get comfortable and to hug the problem, to hug the sickness, to hug the situation. But when that situation is not your, that sickness is not yours. But we feel so comfortable there that we say, if God wants me this way, well, this is the way I'm going to die. And God's saying, no, 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 my son. I don't want you that way. What I want is lift up your head because you're my son. I want you to march. I want you to go forward. I want you to do what I've called you to do. But your problem, many times, is you don't want to sacrifice anything. You don't want to invest time and money. So, I better stay here where I'm at. The fourth point, and with this I'm going to finish. When you give the step, there's a change. When you take the step, forward there's a change I don't know I'm speaking to some some couples here when you give the step when you take the step forward there's a change I don't know how to do it I don't know how to change but when you give the step there's a there's a change there's some things that happen verse 19 And the Egyptians went forward, and the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. There's something that shifts. When you take a step, there's something that changes. When you take a step of faith, there's a shift. I'm speaking to somebody today. There's a shift. When you give the step of faith, 
there's a change. Many times you're waiting for God to do it. Maybe you're waiting that the preacher would come from outside or the prophet from outside and, and give you a word. But I'm going to give it to you today. Write it down. Put batteries, put your batteries on. Write it down. Get into shape. Put, put yourself into, into shape. Don't be waiting a revelation. You just put, put, put your batteries on. Put, take the decision now. What are you waiting for? That the Egyptians would come? What are you waiting? Go forward. That's why the change never happens because you're not giving the step of faith. You're not going forward. Look, immediately when Moses act activates, verse 19, then the Israelites went forward towards the sea. couldn't go to the east or the west but verse 19 says and they went towards the sea so the angel of God who went in the front of them shifted himself he moved and went behind them but I see a, a change God ordered that change and when Moses lifts up his hand over the sea, his rod over the sea, he stretched his hand over the sea. There was a divide. There was something changing in the water. They started to separate. And God began to tell all the fish in the sea and the whales and the fish to go, go to one side because here comes my people. They're going to let them pass. Let them walk through. Let them walk through. Let them walk through. So the angel placed behind them, behind, between the Egyptians and the Israelites. And God made the cloud to illumine the way of the Israelites, but it left in darkness the Egyptians. So we have a light, but it's only enlightening the children. But the Egyptians are getting darkness. Thus it was a cloud and darkness to the one, but it gave light to the other. And all that night, the Egyptians could not reach the Israelites. All that night, the Egyptians never were able to reach the Israelites. Your step of faith always provokes a change. Your step of faith always provokes a change waiting that God would confirm it to you. Well, God is telling you, and God sent me to tell you that you would take the step of faith. There are people that want changes in their life, but are, are not willing or are not not willing or do want, not want to take a step. They want God to move, but they don't sacrifice people that want the blessing of God but don't give that step forward God doesn't want you in that situation Luis Ventura said you go forward did you believe that lie he doesn't want you in that situation the problem is that we get accustomed 
to our situation. Look, there are people there waiting for the answer of God in prayer. But God already said, He already planned, He said it in His Word that He's going to bring the changes. Will you take the step? He won't bring them until you do take the step. I have more than 20 years I've been preaching this gospel to the glory of God. And I can tell you with all my heart that up to this day, God has not quit surprising me. Because when you're decided to obey, God will bring the changes. He will open the doors. You know why God doesn't open the doors? Ask me. Because we want to do it all in our own way. We have our way. We want what God has, but we want it in our way. And if it's, it's our way that has us in the problems we're in. Doing things our way is what causes the problem. But when you truly let God take control, like that song that Joshi sang and danced to, God's going to take control. Because when God takes control, there's not a cancer, a diabetes, or a sickness, crisis, or a difficult situation. No breaking of marriage that God cannot heal or restore. That God could liberate. Because God has a plan. God always has a plan. And when the human resource is at its end, God has a plan. Moses came to to that place and there's no way to go. But God said, go forward. What do you mean forward? Go forward. Advance, go forward. So when God takes control, you're not going to fall because He's going to show you. He will shine light on you. There's people that are going to wait that you would fall to, to judge you. There's always people waiting for your defeat to be able to judge you and God. But when God has a plan, those that fight you are going to wait that you would fall. But if you've had confidence in God, you're not going to fall. If you've had confidence in God, God will lift your head up. You've had you trusted God. He will sustain you. He will be the one that helps you. He will be your refuge. He will be your liberator because you trusted God. You're not going to have to go through what others would want you to go through. I can be honest with you. Like I said before, situations that we've had in the church and even when some left they, they thought that without me, this church will, will end. But, but the church is not mine, either mine. What's founded upon the rock, you're never going to fall. I tell you, God doesn't quit surprising me. So many could desire the worst against you. But this is not going to sicken you. Or destroy you. There are people that put doubt in you. And start to hurt you. 
But I had to learn that place. This was not even in the sermon this morning. But I'm telling you, there was circumstances, situations that hurt me. Sometimes I'd end in emergency room in Pomona Valley. They already knew me. They just pulled out my file. Pastor got here again. Because that's the way it is. You start that routine. But that doesn't hurt me anymore. Because I'm like Moses. I'm saying, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I know that you're going to do it. I I don't know how, but I know that you're going to fulfill. I don't know how I'm going to pay the rent, but you are going to do it. The pandemic. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I know that you're going to do it. We have this need, Lord. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. I opened my mouth. I said, we're going to help San Luis to open a church. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. And we're already working on the pastoral house. They're starting to build the pastor's house. Today, ending this service, the brethren from the church... After this service ends, they're going to go and work on Sunday on their free day. They're going to work at the church in the construction to stick to put the brick on top. You give me permission to speak because I have boxes waiting that some brethren would say pastor can we still give out these 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 tracks and I know this was going to hurt like my mother said you're even yelling that I would hit you and helped for this to happen in San Luis. But we're advancing. Pastora is here that can't let me lie. And others are helping also. That's the way. They believe God and God is going to do it can't stop because somebody wants you to stop. You need to advance. Look, Moses is trying to convince these people. No, you just advance. Go forward. Lift up your rod on the sea and go forward. I don't know what you have in your hand, but you need to lift it up so that that sea would be opened. Because at a certain moment, the Lord said, what do you have in your hand? He said, a rod. I don't know how much you have, but that building that you were wanting, lift it up. Lift it up. Don't have fear. Lift it up. Give the step of faith. What if I... What if I fail? Well, you fail. You learned. You learned your lesson. Start something new. I'm going to put my wife in peace because my wife a lot of times has stood and told me I bother her sometimes. Someday we're going to see the gain, but to the glory of God. There have been certain times when I've told you, even selling clothes, used clothes on internet, 
they opened doors that we could eat that. She sold clothing, shoes. She started sewing. And now helping me in construction too. She's done everything. sold also decorations. She's even sold flowers. We've done everything. Maybe the name Thousand Uses would be good. But what I can tell you, how as pastors we've not been able to do, it was only for temporary. Something solve a problem because maybe the day that something goes good we would leave the ministry but God didn't say I called you to what you're doing I'm just helping you to get by and to teach the church that they should always go forward to do something, establish something, don't be fearful. Do what God put in your heart because God would open the doors. God would provide when you give the step. Sometimes we don't move faith forward. When I want to I want to see your faith, God says. I want to see you between the, the sword and the wall. If I don't have the resources, how am I going to do it? I've gone out without having the resources. But when you're there, son, I've always had a plan. Because many of the things God does, you don't need the resources because He has the resources. What you need is your faith. He wants you to move, He wants to see you advance. He has the resources. And San Luis, they have the resources for the vision that they have, but they've gone forward. They put down a carpet of six thousand dollars in their church, a thousand, but over a thousand over there is a lot. They have the altar of God with carpet. Where did it come out from? They don't know. But they don't wait, waiting, see, see if Arca de Santidad sends us something. They're selling hamburgers or whatever pies. The church is there. And, and the one that doesn't sell the tickets has to pay them. If I give somebody tickets here, they give them back to me, all of them. But sisters, thank you. Others. Here's the 20 that you gave me. At least by your own, right? One. Somebody understanding? You need to advance. It's the second church they're lifting. They already have one where they're pastoring, and, and, and they're lifting that other one at the edges of the city. We don't have the resources, but God wants to see you advance so he can put the resources there. Uh, he wants, God wants to see that you give the step so that he can do the rest. But since you're at your house, looking television, seeing that the Dodgers win, or watching Monk, I look at the Dodgers, but I also move. Because what has God called us to do? Take the step of faith. So there's a shift when you, when God takes when you take that step, God causes changes. The angel of the Lord calls changes. He's waiting for you to do something so he can do something. 
Stand to your feet with me this, this morning. are going through situations and different problems, a crisis or a situation. We need that a door would open in the middle of our sickness. Somebody are waiting, but I want you to do something. Give a step of faith. Go forward. When you're waiting for something, take a step of faith. I didn't come here to mad at you or rail on you but I had I had a word for you God gave me this word for you we were in the kitchen I left her alone and it started to write things down because the spirit of God started to reveal to me things sometimes we come to a place where we say I can't I can't do it. How am I going to do it? Don't worry, son. You give the step of faith because I have the resources. I have what you need. And if you don't need it, he won't give it to you. And don't get upset and sad. Sometimes God hasn't given me what I've wanted happened this week looking for tires for my car God continues to surprise me when you get to that place well at least as a child of God I'm not going to let him I'm going to bless my son because he's learned to love me he's learned to worship me even in the circumstances invite you to the altar time has gone by but that's okay you want to give that step I'm going to challenge you pastor is going to help me to minister to the women do not fear you give the step forward you say I don't have the step to do it for this and for that you're waiting on the Lord but I believe that you're going to have to take a step forward and then God will move. If God can give it to the unbeliever, you think he can't give it to you. And you don't need to cheat or fraud because he's going to do it. place of our life the door is right there the door is going to open but you need to give the step of faith forward so that it would happen if you're waiting for a job that job that you have is not what you need God can open that door maybe you're waiting for documents or papers but I've seen people they, they cannot even qualify but I've seen how they've given them residence because it's not what I feel it's not what I know God moves in the supernatural and he always has a plan Isaiah said it because I know the plans that I have for you plans to bless you I know the plans that I have for you not to see you in difficulty, but to bless you. But you know, the problem is, sometimes our pride is much greater and we can't take that step forward. We'll go forward.
our pride sometimes stops us. Look, look at the Israelites there. They go and confront Moses, the leader. Moses says, calm down. You're going to see what God's going to do for us. These Egyptians that you've seen today, you'll never more see them. You're going to see what God's going to do. You're going to see how God's going to work. How he's going to glorify himself. Your decision... sickness God moves hallelujah we bless you Lord we bless you as we go forward we bless you that pain is not yours I'm going to hear what I'm saying that that pain not is yours his word says on the cross he took our sicknesses and he took our pain so it's not your pain it doesn't belong to you 